The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Nedarim, Daf Nun Aleph. Today's Daf is being studied. Le'ilum Ishmat, Bozekinir, Biyosef Ben Sarab, Abraham Ben Esther, Wahashem Tehem Began Aiden, Amen. Today's Daf is being studied. Rufuash Shedema Moshe Ben Dina, Sarabat Rachel, Sarabat Rachel, Moshe, Amir Shalom Ben Miriam, Enna Refananaim, Fatanef, Shufatagouf, Fatam Kerbalabo, Vehenir Asom and Omar, Amen. We begin today's Daf. Anun Alif Amudishon, and we are three, four, five, five lines from the top. We continue studying the stories between Barkapara and Rabbeinu Akadosh. Amar la Barkapara libratet Rabbi. Barkapara once told the daughter of Rabbi, Lemachar, tomorrow, Shatina Hamra Berikuda de Abuch. Tomorrow, I'm going to drink wine. Your father is going to pour me wine. And your mother is going to sing to me. He's giving me like a prediction. Now, what does he mean his mother is going to sing to him? What happened to the... I can even make such a uh, prediction over here. That's the uh, uh, question. So he says that um, really it never happened. So therefore it was like just uh, he was saying something, but he knew it wasn't going to happen itself. And others want to say that um, it was uh, the Shem Shamayim. So if a person is the Shem Shamayim and has no, you know, 100%, like we saw the stories of the rabbis, they used to take the ladies and actually carry them on their shoulders, the weddings, things like that. So there's, uh, on his level, Bar Kapara, there wasn't uh, an issue. Everything was Hashem Shabbat. So what happened? The Gemara is going to tell the story now, how he predicted it, that he's going to have wine poured by the bee, and he's going to have the wife uh, sing, or serve him, uh, and how did it happen? So the Gemara tells the story. Ben El-Asa Hatid Rabbi Hava. The bee had a son-in-law. His name was Ben El-Asa, also a wealthy fellow. Ba'ashir Gadol as Rabbi invited Barkapara to the wedding. We learned Rabbi Shimon, we made a big wedding for Rabbi Shimon. So Barkapara was invited. Amale Barkapara Rabbi at the wedding, he tells him, My Torah says, Which means if a person, Hasbun Shalom, commits Mishkav Zakhur. So that's already the Torah calls it a Torah. So Rabbi Akiva, Barkapara is Rabbi Akiva. What does it mean the Torah calls it a Torah? What, 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 what does that word Toiba mean? Called the Amal the Rabbi, the Achinu Toiba. Any answer that the B told Bar Kapara what the word Toiba means, Peracha Bar Kapara. Bar Kapara, he refuted it. No, that's not the Pshat. No, that's not the Pshat. Amal this, so the B tells Bar Kapara. Parshat, okay, you, you, what's the Pshat? Why is the Torah called Mishkat Zakhur? What does it mean, the Toiba? Amal before uh, I give you the answer, Titi de Bitri Termili Natla, let your wife come along and pour me a, a cup of wine. Ata Ramlade, okay, so uh, she came, she poured a cup of wine. Amale, so Bakapara Tazrabi, Kumre Kodli. You want me to give you the answer? No, dance in front of me. Give me, do a dance in front of me. I'll give you the, uh, give you the answer. Which means the B is showing you the humility of Rabbi Kadosh. He loved Torah so much that he was willing to even belittle himself to go dance in front of his student in order to 
to get the answer of uh, Torah, which means it didn't matter what he has to do. I want to know the answer now. So whatever I have to do, he was willing to, uh, to humble himself. So what happened? He tells him, He's telling the Torah, teaching the guy with the Mishkaf Zakhur, you're making a, you're making a, you're turning from the normal derich. Which means, what are you making a Mishkaf Zakhur bi'ah? The normal way is to be with a isha. That's not the normal way. So say, This type of bi'ah is considered like a, he's turning from the normal, uh, from the normal way. It's kinutrikun. How's he game it to shot? Good. He wants another cup. Not more wine. So he has to earn it. So what did he do? Amar le my tevim. Torah says the isha lo tamod efnei behemal derivah tevilu. A lady should not stand in front of an animal. Hasbush shalom bishtiality. They call it. Why? Because it's tevil. So Barakam, what is this word tevil? What a taf. What does it mean tevil? Amar le ki anyana kadmah. So they went back and forth. He gave all the answers. No. Whatever he said, Barakam Parah refuted. So again, pour a cup of wine, dance in front of me, and I'll give you the answer. Abad, he did it again. The Torah is asking the fellow, the lady that goes with the the bi'ah with the animal. Is there spices? Is this uh, more uh, tasty than a regular bi'ah or anything? Is this more pleasurable than a regular bi'ah? What did you go with the animal for? You thought it's more pleasurable? What do you think? It's tebalin? This is more spicy? More uh, 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 delicious? It's rhetorical. Tebalin you found in this? Same thing like a regular bear. So what are you going with the animal for? Go with the regular, the normal way? The pasuk says, So zima we explain immorality. But what does the word zima mean? Okay, same thing. He gave answers. He didn't have the answers. Pour me the wine. Dance in front of me. What happened? Avi Ava. So what he did? He did. He poured the wine. He danced in front of him. Amale. So Ben Kaparat says, Zima Zumahi, which means the child that's born from a immoral relationship. The Torah says Zima Zumahi. We don't know who he is. Who is he from? Who's his father? We don't know because uh, we went with somebody else. Zima, Zumahi. Who? Who's the kid? The kid now is a question. We don't know how to identify him. So that's why he gave him the in these words over here. Ben Elasa, the son-in-law of the bee, couldn't stand watching his father-in-law get, uh, uh, you know. Uh, 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 Knocked by Barkapara. He didn't understand this uh, method of Barkapara that he's pouring wine, dancing in front of him, giving him and questioning him. He couldn't stand it anymore. He left. He couldn't stay in the party. He, he, he left the uh, he left the room over here. Now he explains over here the Maharal because you have to say what Barkapara is coming out. He's a tzaddikim over here. They're not just uh, you know. Uh, knocking each other. There's kavanot over here. So he explains like this: Maaseh Barkapara. This was part of the Yesterday, you have to remember at a wedding. You see, at a wedding, they have the letzim come along and they make uh, jokes that are not related to Torah and things like this. And he was teaching the people that were there at the wedding. Why are you 
His, his, his questions and his answers over here were all for the Kabur of Hatam Kalahal. Try to teach them Musar. Don't go after the physical pleasures of this world. Don't go after all the desires. It's all heaven. It's all futility. Why? He said, He wanted to teach them the nothingness of the pleasures of this world. By three different cases of Arayot. The Torah says Zima. Right? If a person goes where a lady is not allowed to, Zima. Zumahi. Zumai meaning, well, what are you doing? It's nothing. You think at the time it's a tremendous pleasure. But what happens to the pleasure? It's gone. Where's it going to get you? Zima. He's giving Musa to the people. Zima. What do you want to think? After the pleasure is gone, you're left with nothing. Zumai. That's even more strange. He said, when you go after the ta'avot, you're making it, you're going off the straight path. What do you think? You think you're going to succeed? You're making a turn. already goes and says, which means, which means like a piece like a food that's unedible. But because you put the spices on it, it makes it edible. Which means animals shouldn't go with a human being. Which means it's, it's not, doesn't say, it's, the only, it's like a piece of food that the only way you can eat is through the tevalim. But otherwise, the tevalim is unedible. What are you going with this, uh, uh, this, 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 this animal for? So therefore, he tried to say what? Keep away from the tavot. And therefore, he did it in a way. Pour me another wine, the simha, drink, dance, the medrekudim, but it was all over the Torah. It wasn't over, let's say, the people at the wedding were hearing tremendous musarim from Bar Kapas. Everything was, uh, you know, the Shem Shammai. And even Ben El Asa, it says, was a uh, very, very rich man, and very, you know, he had a certain formality, Ben El Asa. So when he saw this type of uh, behavior, he wasn't accustomed to it, and therefore he, uh, he left. Good. So now the Gemara wants to analyze. My bin Il Asa, which is what was his strength? He was a very rich man. What was his kawah? Did when he get his his wealth? Which means he spent a lot of money one time in Il Asa on a haircut. Why? The Kohen Gadol used to have a very special haircut. Very, it was very very uh, um, difficult haircut to give. Because the hairs were cut in such a way a that the all right, the end of one hair and the beginning of the next are right next to each other. The, the hairs were perfectly layered. cut, layered in a way where the, 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 the end of one and the beginning of the next one are right next to each other. So like you said, every hair was individually cut, which cost a tremendous amount of money. So Bil went and got somebody that was able to give him such a haircut. He spent a lot of money just to show the people what the haircut of the Kohen Gadol looked like. Dikhtiv, kasom yichsemu et rashihim. I have the pasuk. They're going to cut the hair. Um, right, like it says, roshash shalachat, besat ikarash shalachat So he spent a lot of money in order to, kedeshil midu. Oh, they taught him. Not that he took the haircut unnecessarily. They taught him how to do it. He became a uh, uman itself. So he spent a lot of money uh, in all that. 
And the other Rabbah says he actually took it himself, the haircut. Tana ke'en lulainit. The haircut is like lulainit. So amai lulainit. What is this lulainit? Amar of Yudah, tisparta yihidata. This is like a, uh, you know, a, a, a unique type of uh, haircut. Hechidame, amar of rosho shilze, the top of one hair, besad ikaro shilze, reaches the root of the hair that is above it. Which means it's like a layered haircut that's very, very difficult to give. Now, the Mishnah concludes, One of the things that a person made a nedir on himself. I'm not going to eat a tafshil. What we say tafshil is? A food that's eaten with bread. So we said he's allowed to eat a squash. A dalat. But what type of gourd? Dalat harimutzah. So in the Mishnah, we didn't explain what is dalat harimutzah. So the Gemara says, "My dalat haremutzah. What is dalat haremutzah? Amar Shmuel kara karkuzai. That's a certain type of uh, gourd that comes from a place called uh, karkuzai. The place, okay. So someone explained that karkuzai means round, because the squash in that place were actually uh, round, and they cook uh, they cook nicely." Okay? No, when it says over here, Rimutza is ashes. Because that's how they cook it. They used to put it in the ash, in hot ash would cook it. So that's what they call it. Good. Comes the Gabran says, What do you mean? You just told me it's considered a gourd that's placed in the limits. But we have a question on you. Why? Because it says like this We're talking about the laws of Kilai. What's kilayim basically? You can't take two species and grow them next to each other. So the Mishnah now is going to list us different species of gourd that are considered separate species from each other. You cannot put together. So it says There's two types of gourds that are the same thing. One time it's called dalat aramit, and sometimes it's called dalat misrit. It's the same item. Kilayim imayvanit. So if you take any of those two items, the the misrit or the item, which is the same item, there's no kilayim on those two items, the same thing. But if you put it with the Greek version, it's kilayim, and kilayim imhar rimutza. And it's kilayim with the rimutza. Now rimutza must be a brand, not put in the ashes. Because put in the ashes, what's, what's the difference? That doesn't make kilayim because it's put in the ashes. And that rimutza must be a certain style of gourd. That's against the Vashir. Because the Vashir, you said, no, that's, that's, that's put in there. It doesn't matter what type of stuff, where you cook it. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara concludes, Tiyufta, leaves it in a question against the Mishnah continues, and Noder Mimase Kederar is actually a, a repeat which we learned earlier in the uh, Mishnah. person makes a Neder against Mase Kederar. Okay, Mase Kederar, we said it's like um, you know, stuff that's put in a pot, food. So it's only a suit from eating foods that are hot. Now the Iran says over here, What's considered ma'asirat hata? What is this uh, cooked or hot uh, items? Helka, we explained, is cracked wheat into two. Tirgin into three. Disney into four. Solid is very fine flour. Ve'or is zarid ve'arthan. These items come denominated between them. You have to heat them up a lot and cook them a lot. So when a guy says, Ma'asik, they're not including these type of items that need excessive 
cooking and heating. Mishnah continues. Amar kunam ayurid kedera sheni torahim. Guy comes along and says, I'm not going to eat anything that goes into a kedera pot. Anything that goes into the pot, kunam. Asur bechol naasa bekedera. So he's asur to eat anything that goes into the kedera itself. So comes Gemara and says, Tanya, we have a brayta. That's the last case of the Mishnah. Person makes a nede that while I'm not getting anything that ends up in a pot, asur biyored the ilfas. He's not allowed to even eat things in an ilfas. What is an ilfas? The ilfas is the big, uh, you know, the wide uh, pot that used to use. And shukemari around the kedera. What they did was they used to put it in the kedera first and cook it, and then they would put it in the is fast, which is a different type of pot for more cooking. So therefore, if you make a neder, I'm not going to eat anything that is in the kedera. So it's a sutin, anything that goes into the ilfas also, because the already. custom was it already probably went into not probably already went into the kedera. That was where they cooked it. Okay, so that, that's the way that works. That's Iran. She kevali yarad the kedera kodem shal ilfas kachiyad darkan b'masi ilfas sheyum mertihin otu bekedera retihakala. First they would, you know, heat it up a little, then they would transfer it to the ilfas and heat it up a lot. So therefore, again, guy says ma'aseh kedera, says soon also the ma'aseh ilfas. However, asubir of ilfas, she came out of the kedera kodim sherad ilfas. Mina yored ilfas, however, if he says, I'm not going to eat anything that goes into the ilfas, mutar bi yored le kedera. So he's permissible to have. Uh, something that goes into the Kedera itself. Now, what's the Hadush uh, in the statement over here? So let's look at the Rashi over here. The Mefadesh writes, which means it's permissible to have uh, these items before they go into the Ilfas, which means. Let's say the custom we said was to put it in the kedera first and to put it in the ilfas. So let's say you put it in the kedera first, which was the custom. And you didn't get it, you didn't put it in the ilfas yet. You're going to put it in the ilfas, but so long as you didn't do it yet, even though you are going to do it, it's not considered ma'aseh ilfas. So therefore, again, when a guy says, so you follow the regular procedure. Kedera first, you know, bishul kala, and you didn't put it, you didn't, didn't get there yet. So don't think since it's eventually going to get there, it's now called Ma'asei Ilfas. Come as it's not Ma'asei Ilfas until it actually reaches the Ilfas itself. Mena Na'asei B'Kedera, Mutar B'Na'asei B'Ilfas. Okay, which means, B'Kedera, if he clearly says, I'm banning myself from stuff that's made in the Kedera, Mutar B'Na'asei B'Ilfas. Correct, because it's not necessarily going into the Ilfas. Mena Na'asei B'Ilfas, but if he says, uh, uh, things that go into the fast, mutar, benasa, the kedera is mutar, benasa, because let's read the Ran now. Let's catch up the Ran, starting from Minayurid. Minayurid, the Ilfaz, the guy says, What? I'm not having uh, things that go into the Ilfaz, mutar, biurid, the kedera. Okay, can I have the stuff that goes into the kedera? Kamashmalan, they don't tema, koshim, tihot, or tihakala. Don't think that once you heat it up a little in the kedera, kemosh yerad elfas, yerad elfas mikri, then it's considered ready that it's went into the fast before it got there. The pishu muhanechen afal pish adain lo yerad kamashmalan delo. Okay, like we learned. 
Now when he says ilfas, it's got to go in the ilfas, not potentially. Next one. Menanasa bekedera mutar benasa bilfas. Meshub denasa gemar asiyamashma. When he says, I am kunam to me, stuff that is naasa bekedera. What is the word naasa mashma? That it was done, finished. So therefore, will be mutar be maasir ilfas. Why? Because maasir ilfas is finished in the ilfas. Nasa is finished, not yored. It's written yored. Yored means enters, goes in. Okay, for a long, for what purpose? Masha'enke, when he says nasa be ilfas, he means that was actually finished in the ilfas. Therefore, the Lord says, Mishum de nasa, gemar asiyah, mashto, mishumah gemutar be nasa be ilfas, afa pishkari yad de kedera. Mishum de kum akum, gemar asiyato, lo ayah, be kedera. Understand that? Because since they didn't finish it in the kedera, they just put it in the kedera temporarily, and they ended up finishing it in the... Ilfas itself, so mutar benasa bekederam. Then nasa beilfas, mutar benasa bekederam. Oh, but if he says men nasa beilfas that it's finished in the ilfas itself, will be mutar the things that are finished in a kedera. Kedomar atapish al mikin urido beilfas. Even though eventually you're gonna put it in the ilfas, you put it shari kivan the gemara sito bekedera ya. Right? You know because it was really finished cooked in the kedera. How can I say? Pashut. Two lines on the bottom. Hanoder menayored the tanur. That makes it neder. I am not going to eat stuff that goes into the oven. In asur ella bepat. He's only asur in bread. Ran. The setam yored the tanur mashma pat. When you say yored the tanur, that's another way of saying bread. Imamar kol maaset tanur alai. But if he said all oven baked items are on me, then asur bechol nasabatru. Then he's going to be asur with anything, cakes and casseroles and things like that. But if he just, if he just says yored the tanur, yored the tanur is bread. Imamar kol maaset tanur alai. Asur bechol nasabat tanur. Comes the next mishnah. Okay, mina kavush. Guy comes along and says, I'm saving myself from items that are pickled. What does he mean pickled? That they rested in vinegar for a long time. He's only forbidden on items that are vegetables that were um, uh, 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 pickled, which means certain uh, species of vegetables that was yadu on those days that used to pickle, like a pickle, like a cucumber, for example. Since uh, those items are the normal thing, so that's what he's forbidding himself. Because he said min hakavush with the hakavush the. Kavush stuff. That means the ones that are normally done. However, kavush she'ani to'aim. If he just says kavush, he doesn't say the kavush. He says kavush that I'm not going to eat. Asur bechol kibushim. That means asur in all sorts of pickling, even items that are not normally pickled. Because he did not say the hair in the front of his statement. Min hashaluk, right? Shaluk we explain means talking about that it's partially cooked. That's why we said we're going by nedarim. Shaluk means bashil below bashil. It's cooked, but they're not cooked, partially cooked. So when he says, Hash shaluk, the partially cooked item, in Rasul Elam and Hash shaluk, shal basar. So that refers to meat, because that's the main uh, item that uh, usually was bashil below bashil. Shaluk, shanik to everybody. He just says the word shaluk without the head at the beginning. Asul bechol ashaluki. That is Asul in all sorts of food stuff that is cooked partially. They're partially cooked. Okay, so the basic principle of the Mishnah is there's no difference between the hair and not the hair. The hair specific, without the hair in the front, it's including all different items. That's called the hair hayidia. Okay. Kemara, Amar de Rabbah Habere de Rabbah Avia de Rabbah Ashe Amar de Kavish Mai de Shalik Mai de Tsali 
מאי, דמליח מאי, הכין משמע, when he used those terminologies, what is it משמע? דמאי, גמרא leaves it in a question. Now what's the, uh, what's the real question? So let's read the גמרא, and נראן. נראן, דקבוש מאי, דשלוק מאי, לפי פירוש הראשון שפינשתי משנתנו, שעיקר החלוק הוא אם הזכירו בשם הידיעה אם לא. In fact, the main point is, did you say the hair or not? האחי האחי מבעילה, כי אמר דקבוש דשלוק בדלת that's the way he's, he's learning over here the key of the Gemara's question is the key is the Dalit that you're putting before the word which means we know about the Yidiyah, but now we're trying to say is there a Dalit Yidiyah which is when the guy says Dekavush is that considered like he said a Hakavush or maybe Dekavush is like Kavush maybe the Dalit is not the same thing as the hey that's the Gemara's question when you're to the sect of Shalom Daran and the Mishnah Daran explained like this what's the reason why when a guy says Kavush everything is Asur all types of pickled not because of the hair the hair is not the factor it's because he said when the guy comes along and says I'm not going to eat that's Mashmah language of all stuff which is the, in the first part of the Mishnah just said Min Hakavush he didn't say Shani Tu'im. So the first, the, this Pshadran means like this. The look between Min Hakavush and Min Kavush Shani Tu'im. Is that the It's the Shani Tu'im item. When the guy says Shani Tu'im, it's Masha, I'm not eating any of it. So now the question of the Gemara is, when he comes along and says, um, De Kavush or De Tzali, is that like saying Ani Tu'im or not? And the Gemara leaves it in a Teku. Right, lives in a teku, and therefore he writes ul humrah. Therefore, person has to be machmir. When he says this lashon, all items are going to be asur. Okay, comes the gemara mishnah. Minhat sali. Okay, guy comes along and says, right, I'm making a isur on myself. I cannot eat the roasted item. En asur ela minhat sali shul basar. So it only includes the roasted. What's the main roasted item? Meat. Devreir biyuda. Okay. Again, Sadi, either two ways of learning now. Either because she didn't say a hair, or because she said the words, Okay, Yasu to eat all items that are roasted. Doesn't matter what type of food. Next case, right? I'm going forbidding myself from the salted item. It's referring to salted fish, because that's the usually terminology people used to salt their fish. Maliyah, Shani Tu'im. Again, either because he didn't say the hair in front of it, or because he said she'ani to'aim asur bechol amiluhim. Then he's asur to eat any type of salted food. Dag dagim she'ani to'aim. He said two words. Dag dagim that I'm not going to eat. Asur ba'em ben gedolim ben ketanim. He's asur in all types of fish, whether it's big fish, small fish, ben miluhim, whether they're salted fish, ben tefilim, whether they're not salted. Ben Hayim, whether they're raw, Ben Vushlim, whether they are cooked. Okay, because he said it, uh, a lot of fish, Dag Dagim, which is including all styles of fish. Umutar, Betarit, Tirufa, and we permissible to have the Tarit. Tarit is like the, uh, some say it's a tuna, it's a small fish that's uh, over here that is, Tirufa um, is beet, which means it's um, uh, beaten, it's not whole. Tirufa, Ubetsir, Seed would be like the brine 
that comes out of the fish. Because he didn't know set himself on the brine of the fish. He said dag dagim. So dag dagim is much the fish is whole. Mashiach, when you you beat it, it's not a whole fish anymore. Or the brine itself is not a fish. Let's read the line on these cases over here. Line in the Mishnah. Dag dagim. Shani toraim asur bein ben gedolim mekatim. Mishum da amar tren lishne. Dag dagim. De dag mashma gadol. The word dag is mashma. The Gemara is going to say a big fish. Mishum dinimkar b'fnei asmo. That's why we call it dag, because they sell it individually. Dag, singular. Because it's a big fish, you know, it's enough to eat. The dagim mashma ketanim. Why? Because you sell it by uh, more than one. The fish in them kerim ela biyachad. Now, umutar betari trufa besir murias. Murias also is like the uh, the insides, the innards of the uh, the fish itself. Tari trufa. Okay, that's tari trufa is the uh, scrambled uh, uh, fish. Dag gadol taruf dak dak. Right, they uh, grind it up like. When you say dag dagim, it's much a whole fish. Velo terufi. Vekoshket shemutan betzir shel dagim shu shomen ayutzem mehen. Vekirbe dagim. Kirbe dagim is the fish innards. Noravimbo. Because that's not a fish. That's that's not a whole fish. Vekoshket shemutan bemurias. What's the murias? Shu shemnos shel dag. That's like more like the uh, the oil. That comes out of the uh, fish. Um, right, it's obvious. If you told me already, the innards is not considered whole. Of course, the oil that comes out. And the Mishnah is using the style of zuve and sedik lezu. And sometimes the Mishnah says uh, things that are not uh, 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 necessary, but that is a style. Okay, comes the Mishnah and continues. Anoder mina sahna. What is sahna? Run, first line. Hanodermina Sahna Asur Bitri Trufa. Oh, he's Asur even to have the beaten uh, fish. Why? Sahna Dagin Kitanimar Bimiluhim. Sahna is Lashon, a lot of small salted fish. The Yesh Mem Tirufin. Which means when you have a lot of salted fish together, some of them are uh, broken up. The majority of them are still whole. Because it's going to be in this case over here when he says the Sahna. Again, with the brine and the oil that comes out of the fish, there's no, there's no fish there. You have the innards and you just have the, uh, the oil, so therefore it's permissible. So Sahna can just include even fish that is not whole. So again, anoder. I'm reading the Mishnah. Anoder mina sachna asur betarit terufa mutar betzil murias. Anoder mitrit terufa. Okay, clearly he said I'm making a neder against tarit terufa. This fish that is uh, cut up, right? Beaten up. Asur besir ube murias. Oh, he's asur even in the brine of it and the murias. Now why? So and the juice. So let's read the Iran. Anoder betarit terufa mutar. Well, I'm sorry, mutar. We have gilsa out over here. No, I will get started. I know them. It's true. For a sur besir murias. Our Ran has obviously a different girsa over here, which actually makes a little more sense. Okay, I'm reading. I know them. It's true. For mutar besir murias. We change the girsa to mutar. Ran says, "Why did Eddie do not share the mitnacha?" Lo asur besahna, velo mutarba, mishum de mixata mutar, mixata asur. The kavad de sahna ikashlemi ve terufin, 
Bishchimim Shari Bitrufim Asur. Right, which means, uh, in this case, we said, I'm Mosiri myself from Tarit. What is his status regarding Sahna? Well, depends, because Sahna, we said, is a uh, compilation of salted fish. Now, some of the salted fish is whole, and some of the salted fish is, is uh, cut up. So therefore, you can't say it's Asur or Mutar B'Sahna, because it depends what type of, which part of the Sahna. When he says Tarit, Terufa, uh, so it'll be Asur on the broken ones, but it'll be Mutar on the full ones. So therefore, Sahna and Mishnah did not, uh, did not commit, because yes, yes, part of it will be Mutar, part of it will be Mishnah, you don't tell you, Sahna, that's why he didn't say Sahna at all. Umutar B'Tsir Mumuras is Tarikha Lelimitni. Now, why, why did he have to tell me Tsir Mumuras? That's obvious. The guy said fish. Uh, broken fish but the point is uh, it's cut up fine so you might think it's including even the stuff that comes out of the fish itself because it's about the small pieces of the fish no it means fish doesn't mean the uh, stuff that comes out when a guy says dag alone asur begedurim so it's only forbidden to have big fish, because dag means big. Umutar b'ketanim, but it's permissible to have the small fish. Daga, but if he says the word daga, shani to'im asur b'ketanim. Daga is mashma, small fish. Umutar b'gedulim. But if you're permissible to have gedulim, now you're learning rules here. Dag is big, daga is small. Dag daga shani to'im, he says both. Dag daga, so asur ben b'gedulim, ben b'ketanim, what's the tradition that? Of course. So the explanation is, you might think, it's like maybe he's like retracting. When he said dag, and then he said daga, so maybe it only means daga, and he's retracted for what he said from dag. When he says both terms, he means both. Dag, daga, never both of them are going to be asur ben gedolim ben ketanim. Amalera papala bayim, mimai de dag shani to'em gadol. How do you know what the word dag is referring to a big fish? Dikhti, because the pasuk says by yonah. And yonah got swallowed into the whale. Right? So what is the pasuk of iman, Hashem dag gadol. Liblawa et yona. So you see, dag gadol. Okay, so you see, dag is big. Oh, vaketi, but the pasuk says, vit palil yona, ila shemiluav, mimi had daga. It says he prayed in the belly of the daga. That's not a question. Dilma palta dag gadol. Maybe the big fish spit him out. Ubalae dag katan. And a dag katan relative to the first fish swallowed him up. So therefore, you see, daga is called. A small fish, smaller. Uh, smaller, right? So therefore, you can use the word daga on on small fish. Ela, okay, good. But you have a problem by Misraim when they had the makkah of dam. What does the pasuk say about the fish that in the yor? That daga asher by yor meta. You tell me what? Only the small fish died. Katani metu gedolim no metu. Because you can't add daga. If you tell me daga, only the small fish. Well, only the small fish died in the blood. They're not only not the big fish. Ela daga mashma gedolim or mashma ketanim. The truth is daga can mashma either way. It's, it's, it can go either way in lashon Torah, whether it's a big fish or small fish. Benedarim halacha halashon bene adam. But in the darim, you go after the vernacular of the people. And since people, when they want to talk about small fish, they say daga. So that's why you go after the vernacular where the people talk. And therefore, when you say daga, it's only a suit on the Small fish comes the Gemara continues and noder menas sahna. Okay, so sahna we said is the uh, you know the compilation of uh, salted fish. So you have whole fish and you have uh, broken fish in the in the mixture. So all those type of fish are going to be asur. Amar le Rabbi Nadav Ashi Amar Hare Alai Sihin Mai. Now what's uh, what's what's Sihin Mashma? So Ran writes over here. 
Mim mitzal besir ubimuriyas. There's a, a thought to say that maybe when you say sihin, sihin is mashma more of a inclusive language. When you say sahna, it's mashma more specific. Sihin is like plurality. It's mashma you're saying not only the fish themselves, but maybe even the the river, the, 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 the stuff that comes out of the fish, the sir, the muriyas. So that's the Gibbara's uh, question. Uh, do we say sihin is a more inclusive language and is osir more uh, or not? The Gibbara includes ma'ay teba'ir. The Gibbara leaves that in a tekwa. Well, as we said many times in the darim, uh, the word teba'ir is the equivalent uh, that we have to outshast of a teku, which is really an unanswered question. And also in this case they go, the uh, humra comes the next Mishnah and says, ah, baruch alayhi wa alam, amen, amen.